Welcome to the Gospel According to with Ryan and Mike, a conversation designed to explore what makes the gospel good news in various books and topics of the Bible. All right. So, hey, Mike. So in this discussion, we are going to begin a final breakdown of the kingdom of God over these next few episodes where we talk about the staged restoration of the kingdom. So in this episode, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about how the kingdom is restored and try to do an introductory idea to what this looks like. So kind of get us to caught up in where we've been this season. We've really focused in on the kingdom of God, claiming that the kingdom is not merely a theme of the Bible, but it's really the theme of the Bible. The Bible is all about a gracious king who gives. Yet there has been rebellion against this kingdom. The adversary has taught us to rebel against God. And yet God, who is gracious, leaves us not in this rebellion, but restores the kingdom. And we've talked about the image of God. We've talked about some shadows of that restoration in the Exodus. But now we're going to look into the New Testament to see how the New Testament tells of the restoration of God's kingdom. You have three different phases that you think are helpful for understanding the stage restoration of the kingdom to take, take yeah. us through that. Yeah. So, so building on what we would read about in the law and the prophets and the writings with these promises about this restoration, right? Those promises to Abraham and to David and all these things that Isaiah and Jeremiah and Ezekiel and the Psalms expanded to understand God restoring his reign and this anointed one and the blessings to God's people, all that sort of stuff. When it comes to the gospel and the idea of fulfillment, uh, it, it, the, the New Testament writers sort of help us see this idea of the kingdom coming or this restoration happening in these three acts. If you want to um, use sort of a drama metaphor, they would come in three acts. The, the first would be the sun's rise to power. And that's the story we get in the gospels where uh, we'll talk about more in this episode, but his rise to power, um, his present reign in the midst of his enemies through the spirit, through the church, and then the son's return where he hands uh, defeats the last enemy, which is death. We see the resurrection of the dead and he hands over the kingdom to the father so that God may be all in all. And all of that story of the son's rise to power, his reign in the midst of his enemies and his return is all under this larger umbrella of the kingdom of God, the promised kingdom of God being restored or, or bringing all that to fulfillment. Yeah. I mean, let me just repeat this back to you because that, that that's really rich. Um, yeah. We're taking these really big ideas and these really complex themes and trying to just simply articulate what is that sort of plot that's that's happening there and and these these categories sort of help us break that down and or, or see that development of the plot of the biblical story the gospel yeah, story I really, I really like that so so let me let me try to repeat this back and you tell me if you would improve the way i'm saying any of this the bible is a whole is about the reign of god Correct. okay by that we mean the kingdom of god the bible is about yeah. the reign of god yeah you then see two competing kingdoms. Yeah. You have 
a kingdom of rebellion or a kingdom that is working toward restoration? Yeah, rebellion against God's reign, right? So, so even going back to that first idea, the Bible is telling us that story of God's reign, and that's God's reign in the world over and through humanity. Correct. Right. And it's in human rebellion against that through these powers of sin and death, right? That's fighting back against that. And yet God's working to restore that. And so every page of the Bible, we should be able to open and see some shadow, some glimmer, or perhaps even a full substance of either rebellion or restoration, perhaps both, correct? Yes. And, and, and uh, you know, with that, re- realizing that when we're talking about the Bible tells the story of the kingdom, that's the outer layer. So it doesn't mean every text, every parable, everything has this sort of kingdom metaphor. Um, there's there's a lot of other themes in there, but but what, what we're saying is that the way that we understand the whole and the unity of the whole and what God's doing in the world, that really it's this idea of kingdom language that the Bible gives us to be able to unpack that. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's so helpful because, you know, you and I both have a desire to read the Bible as well. The Bible project would say is a unified whole leading to Jesus Christ. Um, and I, I really like that in that the whole Bible is, as you said, about rebellion against the kingdom or its restoration of the reign. Um, and then whenever you understand that is the macro narrative, the big story, then you're able to get into the time of the judges or the times of the Kings or the times of the prophets or the times of the church. And then understand that everything is within this larger drama of rebellion and restoration. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So if that is the larger narrative of the whole Bible, Mm -hmm. old Testament and new Testament together. Yes. The old Testament promises of a restoration that's going to come. Mm -hmm. You see this, I think pretty much from Genesis one onward promises of restoration that will come. You see this really pick up with Elijah, with Isaiah, Mm -hmm. um, even all the way through Malachi promises of restoration. The Psalms, Daniel, it's all, it's all in there. Even, even, even books like first and second Chronicles, uh, these, these narrative retellings with this, hope that's built into the way they even tell the story. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Really like that. I really like that. But then you don't open to Matthew one and see the kingdom restored, mm. nor do you go to revelation 22 and see the kingdom restored, nor do you go to acts two and see the kingdom restored. The reign of God comes in. You didn't use the word stages. What was the word that you used? I said acts, A-C-T. S, right? you know, <laughs> so, uh, so Tabby, I have you on record saying that the restoration of the kingdom comes in acts. <laughs> uh, no, that's the metaphor. Yeah. Acts instead of stages. Yeah. Uh, you know, to keep with it, if we were to see it as the divine drama, the unfolding story of the kingdom of God, right? These three acts. Of yeah. The, the, well, the, yeah. And just for, for those who understand who don't understand why I'm chuckling, I mean, it's a very common idea that the kingdom of God is restored at one point, whether that is when Jesus was born, whether that is next to when the spirit came or whether that's revelation 21 and 22, but, but it's, it's more beautiful than that. It's not just more complicated, but it's more beautiful than that. Yeah. And I, and I think, 
I mean, again, we're dealing with the largest theme in the scriptures. And so it, it, you recognize like, yeah, so there's there's some complexity here. There's some some grandness here. And so to see these things, we really have to do a lot of stepping back to think about how things are working. And there are passages that say, look, here, the kingdom is right here. But there are some other passages that say, and the kingdom is not yet, right? The kingdom is still, the, you know, and so realizing it's not this either or, but when we when we start to see it as this bigger idea, right? The kingdom's not just a reference to the people in Acts 2, but it's it's a it's about again God's reign over and through his royal children. That's key. That's key. That that's key. Over I and mean, through. Yes. Over and through. And 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 that what's working to be restored is is not just that God reigns over us, but going all the way back to Genesis 1, that he reigns through us, that his reign is exercised through humanity. And the Son, the Messiah, is uh, is first of of that, right? He's yes. the one who who leads the way and shows us, and that uh, raises us up to share that reign with Him, right? That's that Absolutely. inheritance that He promises to us. That's what He's empowering us. That's what He's teaching us to do to start to live up into in the Sermon on the Mount and all all sorts of other places. But it's that. That that's what's being restored. You know, I, I think we've probably talked about this in other episodes, but it's worth repeating. You know, if it were just a matter of the sovereignty of God and God's reign in heaven, that's not a big. De- I mean, that's not uh, not a big deal. That's not a, a problem in terms of Satan, death, sin poses no problem against that. The the uh, challenge comes in when it's about God's commitment that we would be the agents of his reign. Right. Yes. And, and, yes. and so that's, yes. that's the, that's the specific point of what's being restored, not just God's authority in a gen- generic universal sense, but specifically his authority through, through humanity. Yeah. And, and I think honestly, this was something that I did not get into the last couple of years of my life. If I'm really honest, like, mm, yeah. if you were to ask me, what does it mean that the kingdom is restored in the New Testament? I would have given this nebulous answer of, well, it means that um, people can now serve God in Jesus, or yeah. people can have good hearts and whatever. And um, yeah. that's not incomplete. Mm-hmm. I mean, let me say, it's not wrong, but it's incomplete. That's what I was trying yeah. to say. It's not wrong, yeah. it's incomplete. It's, it's really more the restoration of the kingdom is God's reign through his image yeah. bearers. Yes. Okay. And, and it's so go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, and you, and you can see how, how it's easy to lose sight of some of these things. One, again, we're dealing with what I would argue is the biggest theme of scripture, the overarching meta narrative of scripture. But you, you think about how it's so easy to get sort of sucked into very specialized arguments. You know, the old, the old adage, you can't see the force for the trees. And it's, it's just, you know, this is not inherently pejorative, but just recognizing that there, there are times we just get sucked into a very narrow thing. And if we're not careful to constantly be stepping back and 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 really every generation needing to kind of step back, recenter, reground, all that sort of stuff, um, you, you can see how we just lose sight of yes. really the story that we're a part of. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So l- let's, let's, let's then go back to this. Um, there are three different phases, three stages, three uh, points of the drama unfolding, however you want to call it. Um, yeah. 
in the New Testament, we have rise, reign, and return. I want to say this, rise, reign, and return. And rise, and rise, I want to specify, because some... You know, we think of his rising from the dead. Yes, but but specifically his rise to power, because that's the story that the Gospels are telling us from his, you know, his anointing, his, well, his birth, his anointing, his proclamation, all those things is up to the his coronation on the cross. That's yeah. his rise to power. Yeah. Rise to power, right? But yeah, so, as you're saying, rise, reign, return. To give yeah, us so, so let's, talk, let's talk through each of these briefly. So rise, what is rising there? Well, you just got at this. Karl Barth has been very helpful with me in this. Rise is referring to the son of God being humiliated mm. that the son of man may be exalted. Mm. What that means is in the gospels, you have Jesus as the son of man, Jesus yeah. as the new head of humanity being risen again by the spirit's might and the father's will so that he can restore humanity both in proper relationship with God relationship with one another and relationship with creation. Yeah. I mean, N.T. Wright has made the point before that the gospels have really been backstory for the cross Mm. and resurrection of Christ um, rather than really being central. And I know Mm. his work has been helpful to both of us with this, but, but really the gospels are about the rise of the son of man's rise to power. Now it's a gracious, humiliating, loving power. We have to Mm -hmm. use that word very carefully, Yeah, but but that's what the gospels are all about. The gospels are about the son of man's rise to power. Yes. Well, yes, exactly. And and again, that that's what to me is so powerful. You could say subversive, you could say revolutionary, you could say transformative about the gospel, about the the, the entire really story of the scriptures is the way it engages this present evil age yeah, and the absolutely. way the way that we have come to think about power structures, authority, the exercise of power, all those kinds of things. And it's domination, exploitation, abuse, taking advantage, violence, all those kinds of things. And and the way the scriptures and the way the gospel uses the same kind of language of kingdom, kingship, authority, power, but completely inverts it to show that it's through humility, it's through submission, it's through love that God exercises his power. Love yes. is that, yes. is that conquering Love is power. the power. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so self-giving love. Okay. So, so if the gospels are the story of the son of man's rise to power, yeah. what then is the story of his reign? Yeah. So we see that played out in the book of Acts, A-C-T-S. <laughs> We see that played out in the in so the, many in the, jokes that I plan on making in coming yeah, months. Yeah, so let's continue. Great, great. Yeah, we see that played out in the in the story of Acts, um, where it tells us about the Spirit coming, and we see the gospel spreading. And when what are they pronounce? What are they proclaiming? The kingdom of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, we see this. It's it's assumed in in all the letters, right? That's 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 that sort of. Again, background narrative that Paul and John, others are constantly recalling, even if they're maybe, again, diving in to deal with a specific point here or there. Um, the, the background assumption and, and Paul, you know, this really comes to the 
foregrounded so many times, but uh, that the son is reigning. He is Lord. He is Messiah. He is reigning over heaven and earth. He's been exalted to the right hand of the father where he reigns in the midst of his enemies until right. every enemy yeah. is made a footstool for his feet. And then he uh, w- will, uh, with, with the subjugation of death, the resurrection of all of, of, of all uh, of us, um, he hands over that kingdom to the father. Um, and and that so takes anyway, us yeah. to stage three, that takes us to stage three, yeah. which is return. Yes. Right? And return then is where everything is consummated and made complete and final for eternity. Yes. Which stage are we living in, in this year? Yeah. Stage, stage two, right. right. That, that pr- the present, that reign of Christ. Yeah. Um, if I were to ask you the gospel of John, what is the gospel of John telling us of? Telling us that same story of his rise to power. Yeah. Right? What about the book of first Corinthians? What is first Corinthians <laughs> about? First Corinthians is, is unpacking those things from his rise to power and, and the fact that he reigns now. Right. And, yeah. And, and telling us his return. Looking, right. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, and, and, and I know that Mike, you and I, neither one have quoted one scripture, which we will in further oh. conversations. I mean, but I, but I I've alluded that, to, but I've, right. I, but that's the thing. I, like, I, I just want to make this clear. Been, yeah, I want to make sure. this clear. Like that what we're really trying to do in this conversation is look at the larger story of the new Testament and try to make sense of what's actually going on there. Because, you know, you and I are both informed by a great many different passages here. And what we're going to do in further conversations is take us through the rise rain return. And we're going to do this in the book of Matthew. We're going to focus in on Matthew and show how Matthew does this eloquently. But, but this for me was a total paradigm shift in the way I think about the new Testament. Mm -hmm. Well, and let me, I don't know if this is getting us off topic, but let me dive off that, that point you made about not quoting scripture, right? Cause you think about, you know, I know we're used to thinking about book, chapter, verse, right? That idea of giving just a little citation for every little thing, that? right? Yeah. yeah, right. You know, but, but you know, really, what, you know, everything that I just articulated is, is really looking at what are some of those anchor passages throughout scripture, those points where either the story is sort of rooted into some of these bigger ideas, or say in a letter where Paul will step back to sort of give us some of these framing devices. Yes. So even though I didn't yes. say even though I didn't um, mention Matthew, this Matthew, that Psalms, this, you know, all that, right. Almost every word was formed by the way Matthew tells the story, the way Paul says it in first Corinthians 15 and that sort of thing. Uh, and, and I guess I just draw attention to that um, because it's, I guess it's important from a, how we read the Bible standpoint, that it's not just about a little citation here or there to sort of prove our point, but that we're really wanting Amen. to draw in and, and let the text form what we say, how we say it, and all that sort of thing. Yeah, well said. Well said. So if I kind of bring this conversation to a wrap, um, you know, the Bible is the story about the reign of God, either mm-hmm. rebellion against the kingdom or restoration of the kingdom. That restoration is promised and alluded to in the Old Testament. Um, the restoration comes in the New Testament, not at once, but in stages. It comes through the rise to power. It comes through the reign of Jesus, and it comes through his final return. Yep. What we're going to do in our further conversations is dive deep into each one of these and really try to unpack a bit how the New Testament is telling each of these narratives. Thanks for listening to the Gospel According to Podcast. If you have any questions about what you heard today, please send us a voice message. We would really love to hear from you. Make sure you follow us on social media, subscribe, and click the bell to get notified when we drop a new episode.
Until next time, and for all time, your God reigns. Thank you.